1: This is Sandy Horner, Managing Director, Wealth Management at Baltimore, Washington Financial Advisors. I'm podcasting today with two colleagues from the Financial Planning Department at BWFA, Tyler Klug and Joe DePatty, and we're talking about behavioral finance. And specifically today, we're talking about loss aversion bias. So that's a mouthful. Joe, tell us, what is loss
2: aversion bias? Loss aversion bias is basically when people strongly prefer to avoid a loss when compared to achieving a gain. So what that means is they would much rather not lose any money than gain additional funds.
1: Ah, That reminds me of an old story about the person walking down the sidewalk and sees a $20 bill lying there. Picks it up, looks around, doesn't see anybody else, and says, okay, guess I found myself a $20 bill. How about that? Sticks it in their pocket. At the end of the day, when they get home and they're changing, they reach in and they can't find the 20 and they check all their pockets, and lo and behold, the $20 bill has vanished. The pain that they then experience, having realized they lost the 20 is greater than the joy they experienced when they found the 20 and that's basically exactly what you just said tyler let's expand on this conversation a little bit how does it impact your portfolio
3: sure so typically we we see folks who are impacted by loss aversion bias usually hold their winners or excuse me sell their winners too soon and hold on to their losers for too long Uh, so to your point you know the people who are affected by this often can't stand and are very you know emotionally driven by seeing losses, well, what happens when you're managing your portfolio is when you see that a certain stock or position now is unfortunately losing money, well, typically those people affected by this are going to hold that position because they want to get back to even. If you were to actually go ahead and sell that security when it's at that loss, they can't. that is officially locking in that loss in their mind and they don't want to have that loser. Instead, they're going to hold that until it quote unquote, gets back to even or maybe a little bit positive, but that might take a long time. You might be sitting on a position that's maybe not a good stock or not a good investment. Um, So it probably, in that case, would have been better to actually take that loss and reinvest it in something else that might have been a a better security. Um,
1: And, 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 you know, that's a classic problem that so many investors and frankly, even some professional investors uh, have, which is recognizing when it's just not going to work out the way you thought it was, and the best uh, course of action is to cut and get out.
2: Right. But if you you know choose to not do that, you might end up with a portfolio full of poor investments where all of your best investments you sold out of. Right. So it's just so. So how, how does working with a professional
1: uh, financial advisor like BWFA, for example, uh, avoid this conundrum?
2: Well, we try to be as unbiased as possible when it comes to selecting investments for our clients' portfolio. We do, you know, working with a organization that has a committee of professionals who are looking to find the best possible investments to deliver future returns is a big part of it. If our an outlook on a certain investment changes, and even if it is a loss, and we no longer have faith in the future outcome for that investment, I think it would make sense to make a change at that point, regardless of whether it's a gain or a loss. So, you know, that's just... One of the ways that we could help avoid falling victim to you know this very difficult emotional bias, right. it doesn't necessarily make sense just how you know a, an individual would emotionally react to a situation where they might lose money. So
1: yeah, and it can be very hard for individual investors, especially uh, those that are trying to manage their own portfolios, to remove the emotion from that process. Uh, you know. I've been doing this for a long time. It's very easy to get emotional about your money. It's one of the reasons why, even though I've been a financial services professional for well over three decades, I don't manage my own money. Uh, Probably like some of you listening, I have a BWFA financial advisor who manages my investment accounts for me. So I don't have to worry about getting emotional about this. Tyler, do you have anything that you'd like to add to this conversation?
3: No, I think uh, I think we covered it. Um, you know, I think if, if anybody who's listening has any additional questions, we're of course happy to meet, uh, have a consultation to talk further about your specific situation. But I think we've uh, you know, addressed the emotional biases.
1: Absolutely. Well, thank you again for listening. Um, as was just suggested by my colleague, Tyler, if you have any questions, and strongly encourage you to contact your financial advisor. Uh, If you're looking for representation from a financial professional, I hope that you would consider a conversation with BWFA. Um, We never charge, and you're under no obligation uh, stemming from that conversation. We can talk about your personal situation and suggest a course of action that would put you in a better spot. Have a great day.
0: Thanks for listening. For questions, more information, or to schedule a conversation, please contact Baltimore Washington Financial Advisors. Past performance is no measure or guarantee of future returns. Investing in securities involves risk, including the risk of principal, The securities and services mentioned here may not be suitable for every investor. You should discuss these with your advisor prior to making a final determination based on your risk tolerance, your investment objectives, and your financial situation. Baltimore Washington Financial Advisors is a registered investment advisor.